Everything's under control. Situation normal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. I am your host, as always, Steve Sesnick, and joined to my right is the Reverend Joe Laporta. What's going on, man? I'm not sponsoring this. This is two chimps on a bad board in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was, but yeah. Uh, you know, I think I only referenced Wayne's World at the beginning of the oh, show. Oh, Wayne's now. World. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. That's Bill Murray's uh, brother. Uh, which one? Brian Doyle Murray, the yeah, guy yeah, yeah. the arcade owner. He is also the uh, he's also the guy uh, from Groundhog's Day. He's the Groundhog's in the commercial of Master. He's too. in the commercial. Yep. I've met him actually, oddly enough. I think my brother met him at the Murray Brothers restaurant. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I've, I've met most of the Murray Brothers it, because I used to work in the World Golf Village where their restaurant is located. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, good for them. It's one of the few things to survive in there. Say that area. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, don't open the store in Saint Augustine. <laughs> so, uh, so with us this week, uh, we got a, we got a very special guest. We got uh, Mo Val from the Pensacola area, and uh, he is just coming hot off a uh, top sixty-four at the LVO Grand Championship, and a uh, in a and a runner-up at the in the uh, I have no idea what the hell they called that <laughs> tournament, but it was the Fly Better something about return uh, the Last Jedi's second f favorite movie uh, <laughs> tournament thing. So Mo, how's it going? I'm doing well, doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on, and yes, very special, special guest. Yes, as they say. So I mean, you went all the way to Vegas to like report on on that on the on the the uh, LVO for us. So. So very, very special guest. Actually, also going to be a very short episode because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So. <laughs> yeah, we know I, that Mo went and now gonna, he's home. He's going to be pleading the fifth a lot. I'm, I'm sure, but we'll, 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 we'll pry out. If you we'll can tell us what happened between the hours of eight in the morning and eight p.m. <laughs> and then everything else, you know, it was yeah. a blur. That's all between I remember. You and your priest. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, before we get too far, I guess we will discuss the beers. Um, actually, I didn't do any prep work this week, so the only thing I left in my fridge was a Yingling. So I have a Yingling. <laughs> I am um, I am drinking orange juice because last week instead of recording an episode, I was on the the Millennium Condors Lore Master Quiz. Yeah, which has not come out yet, and I was very very nervous because they made me get rid of my emotional support, Steve. He was not allowed in the room. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to be in the room yeah, at all. I thought I was going to cheat as if somehow, as if, you know, as if somehow it yeah. wouldn't be immediately obvious when I knew anything at all. <laughs> but trust me, the point at which Steve would have started helping me would have been really apparent from the lack of anything at all that I knew. <laughs> so I got really nervous and I got really drunk and I called out of work on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you like tore through a six pack like in about an hour. So... <laughs> I believe it was stout as well. It was a stout. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a stout. The, the cans I had left look made it look real tasty. Yeah. But Mo, uh, well, what are you doing? I'm drinking the Hufferweizen by the Funky Buddha. I, I guess oh. it's uh, a oh, Floridian, Floridian beer. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's a good beer. <coughs> I do yes, like definitely. the. Uh, I do like the Floridian. That was yeah. my favorite beer for drinking at work. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good. Uh, it's a good. It's a good light uh, Florida warm weather beer. Mm. Funky Boo's got a lot of good ones actually. Yeah, they do. Yeah, very good. They are legit. Legit. So, um, all right, Mo, how was Vegas? What's, what's, tell us just Vegas in general. Like, what was, uh, what was, what was the experience like? I, I've been to Vegas a few, a few times. I, know, I don't think you have, Joe. I have not. I've only left the East Coast twice, and they were both awful. Yeah. No, three <laughs> times. 
Three oh yeah, and actually, and they were all three awful. Yeah, three for three. Three yeah. for three on bad. Yeah, yeah. Joe Joe doesn't like leaving the East. The I've, East I've Coast. attempted to make incursions in the heartland of America and always been turned. Has back. has not has not gone well. <laughs> no, no. So the uh, uh, what was it like? What's it like going to a, an X Wing tournament in Vegas of like of all places? I think I just I just like I really wanted to go just because it seemed like a cool place to to do something like that, but. Well, the funny thing is, like, you get there and and you can tell who's here for the Las Vegas Open, but there's obviously tons of other cons going on. Yeah. There's uh, the biggest gun and knife con in in the United States, and they're like, "Hey, you here for that?" I'm like, "No." And then there's the adult industry con, and you're like, "Oh, (laughs) I'm not." Yeah, it was it was the same weekend as the LVO. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, "Well, no, obviously I'm not for that one. I'm wearing too many clothes." Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm here for the gaming con, <laughs> and it's uh, it was actually I know a lot of people don't like it because the casinos have a lot of smoking and all that, yeah. there, which I agree with, but for the problem of getting food or anything or entertainment when you have nothing else to do, it to me was the best. I mean, it's a little yeah. pricey, but the hotels are a good deal. You can get anything you want at almost any time, mm-hmm. and so for that convenience, I loved it. Yeah, that is the thing I'll say about Vegas, like like you can get as long as you can avoid losing your shirt gambling like you can get hotel rooms in vegas for like dirt cheap like you, really nice hotel rooms you lose your shirt gambling then then do you get to go to the adult film con well you can go to the yeah it's like i'm just here i'm the talent you, you, lose, your shirt, you lose your shirt gambling you just you just oil up and you run over to the yeah bar. fill right in yeah this is this is our strategy section right yeah. here it's like yeah yeah yes. always thinking yes how to get back in the game <laughs> <clears throat> so um yeah so anyway like i i I, like i said i kind of wish i could have gone like i i've been to vegas probably three four times now i guess for actually for a work trip i used to go on every year but um, it'd be nice to go to vegas for an x-wing tournament though because people ask you why you're there you're like i'm here for the gaming and you don't sound like a nerd at all yeah yeah (laughs) it's like like that's like running i'm I'm just here to roll dice man yeah and they're like like, oh yeah i'm here to win high roller yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. Did you play any? Did you play any blackjack or poker or uh, any um, game? I was too tired. But some of the guys um, that were there in the original tournament that didn't make cut or anything like that, they got a, a private table. They were saying, "Okay, let's wow. all go in. Nice. Let's all play poker." Actually, no, they went to go play blackjack, and I'm like, "Oh, that's a pretty cool idea." But I just don't want to take your money. I mean, I sort of <laughs> know you. I just, I. But they all went together. And like, yeah, we're just here to have fun. Uh, so you they got a table. Taking their money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, I feel like but, there's uh, some X-wing players that are card counters. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the um, I I got on a I, I I've I played some I played blackjack and roulette. I got on a streak in roulette one time actually. That was bad because I because I ended up I ended up I was like up to like five in the morning because <laughs> you really bad. lose track of time. Yeah. Like, but I was on like a hot a hot streak. I, I started off with like a hundred bucks and I think I left with like four hundred. So. There you I was go. feeling feeling pretty good about it. Hey. Yeah, and they just kept bringing me drinks, so <laughs> yeah. To, you know, to make make sure all your decisions are you know yeah forthright. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you really can't go wrong. But okay, so there was a there was X Wing, there was a Destiny. Was there any other gaming going on this this Las Vegas Open? Uh, there was hundreds of people playing 40k. Okay. Um, yeah. And a room off to the side where you would go yonder and be like, oh, there's a whole new world here. 
and they're all standing around because BCP wasn't working for them either. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man, that's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fortunately it was. Yeah. Well, they sponsored the event, so yeah. that's uh, one reason so they had to use it. Fortunately, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yay, capitalism. Uh, well, they didn't sponsor <laughs> us, so oh, well. uh, yeah. we don't care. Uh, there was Age of Sigmar. There was Legion going on, a uh, painting contest. So if you're a gamer of dice and somewhat, there was probably a game for you there. Yeah. Um, so and Destiny too, you know, like 40, 50 people, which they were all excited. I sort of sad to see that uh, complete, but yeah. Yeah, it's not the first Star Wars game I've seen come and go. I. I feel like it won't be the last. <laughs> Probably not, no. Um, yeah, <laughs> especially with as many as FFG likes to churn out. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah, so there was, um, so yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big, I know like LVO is supposed to be like one of the biggest 40K tournaments like out there. Okay. So um, that and like, I guess Adept Adepticon is another really big 40K event too, but. Yeah, and it was, it was interesting to see people wheeling all their stuff back and forth on their yeah. personal carts. Eh. You're like, that's an interesting... It's like a fold-up cart that you can put on your back, but you could put all your miniatures on. I'm like, wow, that's I've yeah. never seen this before. So yeah. I think 40K games, you need that much. I think yeah. that's like yeah. basic equipment. Yeah. It's like it's not motorized, <laughs> you're not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Mo, what did, what did you play in the, uh, in the LVO? What was your list? Well, the funny thing is, like, after Worlds, I was pretty X-Winged out. Yeah. I really haven't played too much X-Wing. So I pretty much ran the same thing, double fire sprays. Okay. Um, just because the points went down, I just added more. So yeah. it was just Bubble Fett and Iman, um, both with Jammy Beam, which I've never used. Um, <laughs> you should do it just uh, one time. It's just, just there. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. So Bubble Fett had Maul on it. Oops, sorry. Bubble had Maul on it. Um... Prox Mines, uh, Cybernetics, Fearless, and Slave 1 for 109 points. And then Iman had Prox Mines, Seismic, Charges, uh, Cybernetics, and Lone Wolf. So, um, so just, yeah, just ran basically the same thing in the Worlds and it did pretty decent. Nice. Yeah, I think, uh, so how much did, um, Eamon was the one that dropped, right? Like he dropped. Yes, yeah, dropped a pretty good amount. Like yeah, slave down. Uh, slave one went down. Iman went down. Yeah, and uh, I think the cybernetics went down. What's uh, the Andros the title? I think is the only one that didn't go no, down. I think Marauders the only. Oh, Marauders the one that yeah. didn't go down. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was because uh, that was um, it's an it's an interesting list, and I actually ran into it at at Worlds at the um during the uh the uh, fly-in or the uh, last chance qualifier and it was my only loss in the last chance qualifier um so giving it more points to work with um it's just gonna make it better yeah <laughs> rarely does something go down on points become worse yeah exactly so and it's almost hyperspace uh, legal so i mean prox mines is the only thing Pro yeah i mean prox mines is a big part of it oh lone wolf too yeah but yeah i but, mean yeah i think uh I mean, can you, you you can still do like probably protons or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Protons and then clusters if you want to pay for it. Yeah. So there's still some options there for uh, for hyperspace. So, um, so you uh, so you made the top 64, correct? Yes, I made top 16 on day two Saturday. So that was pretty neat. Um, so I went four and two, 
and then obviously lost my first match on the top 64. Yeah. Um, to a guy that's been playing for a while that's coming back, Jonathan Gomes um, played five X wings, which oh, nice. he it was close, but he outlasted me. So yeah. I do love the 2.0 actually has things like five X wings. Yeah. I do miss stuff like that. Just basic. Like, oh, oh. I do, I'm just gonna play enough bodies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so the crazy. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, the crazy thing is that okay, there was two people, Chris Allen and somebody else, running eight, uh, fochos as they call it, the tie fos, and then someone ran six strikers, someone ran five reapers. Yeah. Um, so basically, they... any multiplied ship times however many you can fit in the list, pretty much all made it. Uh, At least pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was crazy, yeah. I, I think the new points change um, is definitely kind of definitely leaning towards uh, generic spam, especially, obviously, well, hyperspace kind of is just because of the nature of the restrictions. But I think even in extended a little bit, I think, um, you know, just kind of that, that generic spam is, is going to be around a lot more. Well, the last point change was particularly kind to generics. Yeah. So it seemed like... For most chassis, if they were going to do almost nothing at all, they were at least going to take the lowest point cost generic and drop it a few. Yeah. So that seemed to be something they were working towards. Now, how many people were at the Las Vegas Open? Is this a, is this a big tournament? Yes. Uh, two. Well, just for this event, Only I think it's like people? 240. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think 234 for the main event and then another 90 for the side event, um, which probably includes some of those people, but not. Because it was it was sold out. Period. Every yeah. seat was sold out. Great googly moogly. Yeah, I yeah. think um, there there's been a lot of stuff uh, selling out here lately. So, Adepticon already sold out. Um, yeah. Big fish. Yeah, real big fish. <laughs> um, the uh, the LVO has sold out. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure I, I I'm sure Crate Cup will will sell out. Um, so yeah, I think there's stuff seems to be going. Tickets seem to be going fast these days. For uh, some of these for these big events, and these are all things you have to register online for. Yeah, gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Mo, did you have any? Um, what, you know, what was your kind of favorite matchups of the day, or you know, you know, best matchup? What 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 did you enjoy playing against while you were out there? So the crazy thing is that you know it was the origination of like Scum, Rebel, and Empire were the biggest hits still, like from the onslaught of CIS and all that, but. Uh -huh. My favorite has to go to my one of the world's judges I ran into, uh, Isaac. He was where he was playing Dash Luke, yeah. and uh, nice. <laughs> and he almost beat me. He he flew better without Luke, and just had a powerful dash until I was like, you know what? I just need to start bumping him. But yeah. that was that one and my last match against three quad jumpers: Captain Seavor, a Black Sun, and a Banana Pirate. Yeah. Um, he kept tractoring Wait, can we Bulba. say a pirate on the... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it has con connotations. I mean, the, the only, we, we've only ever bleeped one thing out, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, Zep95, I apologize. No, no, no. You can call it a banana, banana hammock pirate if you want. I don't care. Um, so the sad thing is that he kept tractoring me, and then, you know, you can turn 90 degrees now after we tractored. So I kept yeah. doing that and using Slave 1. He's like, yeah. you're the first person to do that. And I'm like, well, you're helping me out. Well, people were forgetting about the, the, the new tractor rule. Uh, well, no one was using it because they're, like, uncomfortable and all that. I'm like, no, I want to use this because I've got yeah. Slave 1. I can turn left or right. 
so you're helping me and I'm scum's my thing so I know quad um quad jumper so I know everything you did I actually 200 owed him and it oh, was wow. it was a little crazy I was like wow I didn't expect that he's like yeah me either so <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> but yeah, that, I, think, that the, I, I think the new tractor rules are are uh, if you it, 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 like I said, it, they said it in the stream. I think when they announced it, that they wanted to create a counter counterplay with tractor, um, with tractoring, and I think they really did. You know, if, if you were getting tractored now, like you have some level, of, you have some agency, and you can actually do something about it. Which, which, and, and the tractoring can backfire on people. So, <clears throat> I, I kind of, I like that at least. I, I didn't really, I never liked tractoring much as a mechanic, but. I, I think it's kind of like when you go fishing and you get a fish on the line and it just rips the pole out of your hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you really yeah. kind of turn that one around. I mean, yeah. Damn. There's some consequences. Good here. on you, yeah. you know. Now that Definitely. you mentioned I kind of had that coming. <laughs> so the only list I looked at and I didn't know what to do with was that Ray uh, resistance list with Ray, Kova, and your choice of A-Wing. Yeah. And he just punched me in the face and said, go away. He's the, he's the fish that ripped out my, my rod. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, here you go. Here's Ray. I'm rolling four dice, target lock, target lock, target lock. And I'm like, okay, I'm just, I need to leave yeah. the table. But yeah. I, I, um, let's slow this one down for me here. Okay. <laughs> so Ray is the resistance Falcon, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. is that, it has two attack dice, right? No, three. It has less shields, It has three. Right? It has three attack dice and a couple less shields than the regular Falcon, yeah. Okay, okay, so it loses that one. It This one has the red rotate. Um, let's look, yes. All right. Is it still the thing we want to shoot out the front? Yes. And you get the rerolls or something? Yeah, so it's while you defend or perform an attack, if the enemy ship is in your front arc, you may spend one force to change one of your blank results to an evade or hit. And does Finn still add blanks? Is that still a thing? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's and all you, kind of coming together. And use Page to get a lock. So you hopefully they shoot you first. You use one of those defense dice to get a lock. You yeah. add Finn, and then you reroll with your target lock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah. I still get to play the Falcon? Is there a Resistance <coughs> Han? What's that? Is there a Resistance Han crew, or is it just the... There is... Uh, I don't know. No. No, I don't think so. There's a Chewbacca. Good enough. Yeah, there's a Chewbacca crew. <laughs> and still no Resistance Lando? Nope. Okay. I think I asked about I mean, that, that just happened. I think that... I asked about that last episode. Yeah. So I'm going to keep doing that every time. You may have to wait on. for a, a new card pack for a Resistance Lando. We just Lando. got a hard pack. <laughs> card pack. Card pack. Card pack. Card pack. <laughs> Happens when I try to do the episode sober. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but, uh, and no Hondo yet either. Uh, no, no. Oh, I can't wait to Hondo and Cad Bane. Oh. Oh, can we do one terrible aside that doesn't do with X Wing? Go for it. We'll get back to it. Yeah. So, did you see the rules update for uh for Destiny they just put out? Uh, I oh I, I think I heard about this. Game's yeah. dying or whatever. They they put out a bunch of rules relevant to the new set that's coming out. You know, piloting rules and how does this work? How does that work? And then yeah. just randomly, for no particular reason, they're like, oh, and by the way, Hondo's a pirate now. <laughs> like, they don't change anybody else's, like, traits at all. They didn't mess with anything. Like, there's nothing within, like, four pages yeah. of that with the rules reference. Like, uh, but also, Hondo pirate. Hondo, he's a pirate. I'm like, I don't know what part of my soul I'm going to have to give you for this sort of luxury, yeah. but cool. <laughs> Weren't you complaining about that just, I like, was. not long ago? Loudly. Yeah. I do remember that. <clears throat> well, it felt bad because they, like, have a bunch of, like, pirate-themed cards this one. I'm like... So, like, that guy that came out two sets ago, he just... Yeah. It, for feel-bad moments, it was kind of like that really awesome uh, article FFG released uh, on Friday. 
Like, <laughs> hey, all you Destiny or all you Star Wars game fans, look at all this cool new stuff you're getting. <laughs> yeah. All Destiny players are like, what about us? They're like, fuck you. <laughs> your, game's, your game's complete. It reminded yeah. me of the uh, the Gen Con announcement they made <coughs> about 2.0. Yeah. They're like, we have an announcement about all your favorite uh, Star Wars games. And it was just X-Wing. I was like, yeah. hey, <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Like, people took the day off for that. People, it, was like, it was a Friday in-flight report. People oh, like, yeah. took time off from work to like, watch this thing. They're like, hey. Yeah. Yeah, because they, t- yeah, they did a lot about X-Wing. I think they talked about the... And they said, Imperial Assault has not been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> that was the good news you got for that. Yeah, and uh, even though, it, I mean, it still is basically canceled. I no, mean, I mean, it is now. It, it is, is now, That yeah. day they said it's not canceled. That day wasn't yet canceled. Live and kicking. Yeah. Okay, so who'd you go with to Vegas? <clears throat> you have to go by yourself? Uh, no, I um, went with a small group, but uh, my friend, he had to hook up on a re- uh, resort, um, Alan Wright, so he was able to get free upgrades and all, you know, Vegas, you get, mm-hmm. you buy a dollar, they'll pretend give you like uh, free stuff and you're like, oh, please buy more or, or please gamble. So he got a hook up on a resort. So that was nice. And uh, my other friend from uh, Crestview and his woman, uh, Bo and Aaron, um, unfortunately, they Weren't able to get hey, the side Bo events. And Bo and Aaron, yeah. Oh God, that's too a female Aaron. No, no, no maybe Bo and Aaron are always at the thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to call yeah, him that, that now. Awesome. <laughs> that's a cute, that, that couple names, cuter than an Ewok, wield the bow, and Aaron. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to start drinking now. Kids. <laughs> Um, but no, we had fun. We tried to see some. Sh- they went to see some shows because unfortunately they didn't make cut. But uh, you know, we were just so tired, just like worlds. You're playing all day, and yeah. you're like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> how many? How many games was this? Um. So, if you played one day, you played six games. Um, okay. Unfortunately, if you played Friday, you had to wait uh, around a couple hours extra for BCP. But, yeah. Uh, so did you play? Did you play Friday or Saturday? I played Saturday. Okay. So you got to avoid the uh, the, the BCP fiasco. Yeah, but they asked us to come in early because they were just manually like. Unfortunately, D was. He's like, okay, I'm gonna trust you. Everyone, line up, and I'm gonna register you in one by one. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Felt sorry for him because he was. They're late and they're early, so. Yeah. So there's a BCP kerfuffle. Yeah, so I guess the uh, I guess the whole thing crashed in like in the middle of the first round, or was acting very strangely. Like it mm. was uh, it was pairing people up against like it was giving people like three or four pairings. It's like can you play a plant um, and you play uh, you know you can yeah. you play blackjack. Yeah, like, the, so, is that my opponent's name? No, go play yeah. blackjack. <laughs> yeah, so it it was locking up and it was uh, you know people were having prob- problems getting into the app at all. So and then. They were do, did the pairings and it was like some some people were getting paired up on like four different tables, um, so the, yeah. <laughs> I would like think it was some sort of Ocean's Eleven type scam. Like <laughs> yeah, trying to distract you for you know a certain amount of time so they could go yeah. rob the bank vault. So then they had to pull out the uh, CrowdX and rebuild <laughs> rebuild the tournament in the CrowdX. If that doesn't sound familiar, Joe. It does a bit. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even in playing in that tournament. Yeah. I was in the other side of the room laughing at you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, the BCP thing was, uh, you know, it's it's BCP. I mean, I think at this point we all know what BCP is. I mean, so. is there anything BCP does that's better than, like, what's the other one, Tabletop Organizer? Tabletop TO? I mean, TO, the, yeah. the big thing is that it has, a, it has an actual app, 
whereas tabletop to is technically just a website but i don't have really any problem using tabletop to on my phone so i don't know i i i i think it's a i think it's a, a lot better but the yeah. inter, i think the interface looks a lot nicer and i think it has every bit as much functionality i mean i can't think of anything bcp does in particular that's better feature wise than tabletop to there may be something but i'm not sure but it does I, all i know is i've never i mean i've never seen tabletop to it's never right. crashed on me at least but um you know obviously anything anything that's a server-based kind of a cloud-based thing if it gets enough users pumped at it you know it's gonna have its limits at some point so and so some fake news they blamed somebody else's server not their own so well, they like, were eh. yeah they i mean they were using aws so they're using oh. amazon web services <laughs> to host their stuff and then i guess well they were blaming also it was i think what they were trying to say is that there was some bandwidth restriction in their aws account that they didn't realize they didn't think that they were going to cross and they did so the fault really is still theirs for not properly load testing their software. So they didn't really know, you know, they didn't know exactly how much it, uh, it was going to eat up by putting however many thousands of people on there for um, for a major uh, con like that with many with multiple major tournaments going on at the same time. Oh, because yeah, you said they were doing the same thing for 40K. Yeah, because they're using BCP for 40K and for everything else going on in, in at LVO that weekend, uh, except for Legion, oddly enough, which was on tabletop.to. But <laughs> um, so good for them. <laughs> and Legion's like bragging. They're like, ha, you guys had a two hour yeah. delay. So our round is only exactly as long as yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so, getting all this hate mail from Legion players. Like, it only takes two and a half hours. Like, yeah, right. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, BCP is, you know, that was that was the issue. Um, so, it was technically an issue with the with AWS. But the issue was the fact that they didn't, I think, think far enough ahead as to how much bandwidth they were going to need. And they didn't pay for enough. Uh, ah, comes out. With AWS. <laughs> so, I think they've learned their lesson on that now. But, you know, it seems like... It just seems like with BCP, it's 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 always been like they just like have they learn one lesson, but then another problem happens anyways. So I don't. Know. <laughs> right, so you had six games on Saturday, then you then it's the top cut and top sixty four. Is it from the two yes. flights combined? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, it's top thirty two from each, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, so how did Sunday go? So Sunday, so explain the format for this, uh, the, the Fly Better, Last Jedi, Second Best Movie, whatever that <laughs> tournament's called. Uh, so was, you, I know it was a weird format. So let's say that I didn't make cut and then I was just starting out. So um, basically it's the hyperspace tokens. Mm -hmm. um, so you would have four on the table, uh, one at 2-2 two, two to your right, one at 3-3 three, three to your left, and then you would put down your obstacles if you could we couldn't put down all our obstacles and then mm -hmm. uh just like a regular game you would roll your initiative and based on what you rolled if you rolled a blank there's on the tokens they have a blank space so you can choose the the four locations if there's one open same thing for a hit and a focus and if you rolled a crit you could put it wherever you want um so your strategy is obviously if you have a whole bunch of ships you can fill it up but you don't have to put a ship out but if you don't have it at least one ship out you lose the game yeah so uh, my advantage with that, because a lot of people played like a whole bunch of small ships and all that. My advantage with that is I only had two ships. So I just kept going fast everywhere and shooting at them and running around. But my last match against uh, 
against six Zetas was mm-hmm. crazy because he had front and back arcs and he was oh, a really yeah. good player and he just basically just ran around. I just, unfortunately, I had extra moves with my boost and I just got him. So at time just told the difference. But I felt bad for one of the guys I beat on Saturday. I beat him again ah. on, <laughs> on Sunday. And actually, my first game was against the guy that I was rooming with. So, you know, yeah. we go from Pensacola all the way to Las Vegas. and Just to play each other. Exactly. <laughs> it just always happens. He's like, really? I'm like, eh, don't look at me. Yeah. But there was two finalists, and then Lupin Chewy was the salvo tiebreaker, which I obviously am really bad at. <laughs> you haven't been practicing Lupin Chewy? <laughs> that was, uh, I knew well, this was going to happen. I know. Uh, actually, the funny thing, it's a modified. So regular Lupin Chewy is only two paddles. This one has three on each side. So I I just wasn't ready, I guess. you know. There's like 30 guys around screaming at, yeah. at us, and everyone's like, what's happening? <laughs> There's supposed to be... I watched the video because um, I heard you were you were in it, and, and I was like, I was like, so I went and watched that video that they posted on the Fly Better Facebook page, and uh, I was just laughing. I was like, this is hilarious. But, <laughs> um, but I still, since I was a finalist, they still hooked me up with some awesome, sweet templates, uh, iridescent templates that Jonathan Connolly made. And the crazy thing is, like, oh man, I wish I had like another protector because they look so sweet and yeah. all this. So he reached out to me on Facebook and said, hey, man, you're looking for this. I actually made those. If you want those, I'll hook you up, just whatever. So he, that's how great the, the community is. He's just yeah. like, hey, yeah, I'll take care of you on that. And, oh, and that's I'm like, great. wow. Okay, that's I appreciate cool. it. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And what the, You said this is a, a guy that makes them. Does he sell them? Is this a thing? No, he doesn't sell them. But he, you know, he has a laser cut and all that. And he makes them as, a, you know, sure. certain, like some people that hooks up and all that type of thing. he feels I, like making things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very cool. I don't know if it's a hobby because I know that's very expensive. So. Yeah. No, that is awesome though. Yeah, definitely. So how was the? Uh, I mean, just so what, how would you just you know rate the the whole overall experience? You know, the between Vegas and the and the tournament itself and and everything. Um, how, how was the whole experience? You know, kind of wrapped up. So as an X-wing player, I would say that it's the meadow. And the interaction between lists and all that, it was better in the Worlds. Um, Worlds was just crazier because if you could play X-Wing all day with side events and all that, this wasn't, there wasn't as much room to do that. But I think uh, Fantasy Flight actually got it right of the list changes and all that because everyone was uh-huh. playing everything different. It was crazy. It was yeah. like you're playing Aces, playing Swarms, playing whatever you want. I think it was perfect, but I think this is the last tournament that's going to happen at. So... Yeah. I think everything's going to change. Hyperspace is a thing. There won't be another extended event that'll mean anything. So I think they got it right, and this is a sweet spot, and I think it's done. So, um, but <laughs> I like loved it. Fly. Well, we'll have a oh, yeah. Don't let me cry on the show. Too, too, soon. <laughs> too, soon. too soon. Too soon. Too soon, sir. Too soon. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Fly yeah. Fly never. <laughs> um, but I loved it. The Ryan Farmer, Dallas, all the, the whole family, they even had their uh, Esther out, the D's wife and his son, his son all them. They were uh-huh. working nonstop to make a great event. I mean, you can tell they weren't, they're putting a lot into it. Like, yeah. you, you know That's how you're... a ton of work, man. Exactly. You ran the hyperspace. Imagine that times, like, 50. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is crazy work, and they did an awesome job. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've run a couple of CACs and, uh, and, a, and a hyperspace trial and some store champs and stuff like that, and, um, you know, everything is... 
everything is a little more work, you know, as, as it just gets incrementally more and more work, the more people it is, the bigger the event it is, it just stacks on itself. And um, yeah, I can, I, I, I've never run anything that large, but I can only imagine the, uh, and the bigger the risk too, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's some stress to, you know, if you're the guy when uh, BCB goes down and you got 20 oh, people in the yeah. shop, you know, no big deal. Yeah. A couple hundred people waiting around. Yeah. Mm, that's a lot of angry nerds. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that sucks. I mean, I kind of felt that a little bit just because of the whole Atlanta fiasco when, oh, when yeah. I was running around grabbing the laptop for Ian and, uh, and helping him get that set up, even though I wasn't running the tournament, I was just kind of helping out a little bit, but I, you know, you feel it, you, you sit there and it's like, cause I, I had to sit behind the table for a little bit, what, like trying to get the laptop set up questions, like, and people are coming up on. to me like, I know what's going on. And I'm like, I'm like, ah, I don't, I'm not, don't, you don't want to talk to him. Like, sir, can I register for this tournament? Sure. Put your name on this piece of paper. And then yeah. what are you going to do with it? I'm going to crumple it up. I, I had Keyforge players come up to me trying to turn in their match slips. I'm like, <laughs> I am not the Keyforge match slip guy. Like. My favorite thing about Atlanta is that we were playing with cell phone lights. We were like, I can't see oh, this. Yeah. Can you turn your cell phone light on? Yeah, yeah. I got kind of lucky in the last round because it, it um, uh, me, because I was undefeated, and uh, the other, so the guy I played against, we were both five and zero already. So we just, we just final salvoed. We didn't even play, the, we didn't play the game, so we didn't have to uh, do the whole uh, flashlight. Man, I was at a de- I was at a Destiny tournament that night in that that atrium. I'm like trying to read the other guy's card. I'm like, yeah. man, I'm just gonna trust you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that atrium got real dark. <laughs> so, so you almost um, like bust out some like real mood D and D. Yeah, slow it down a little yeah. bit. So yeah, so we've got. I know we've got. A, you know, hyperspace is gonna be kind of um, king here for a little bit with store champ season and uh, the system opens, but. Um, once, as soon as we get out of that, we go into prime championships, which will be extended. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of get back into the extended world again, which, um, I think you're right, Mo. I mean, I, you know, I think it's, it's, it looks to me like a really interesting kind of sweet spot right now. And I, I'm having a hard time finding something that looks like super broken. So, <laughs> you know, so that's hard to say until like, you know, you know, it, it, Usually it's the new stuff, right? Like they, yeah. they, they've done a pretty good job of like taking existing things and fixing them and getting them into line. But then something new comes out and that's usually where the where it kind of starts the cycle again. So we'll see what happens. I, I don't know that that's going to be the case with the Fireball or Von Reg or um, the Thai BA. But uh, who knows what's, you know, we'll see what the, the next wave, um, you know, ends up doing. So... Yeah, but I love I, me some FFG, but they don't make great decisions when they don't have a lot of data points. Yeah. Their gut instinct yeah. isn't great. Yeah, so not Once it gets out of the ride world, they're like, oh, that was a bad idea. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah bro, we, we all kind of knew that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess the biggest crazy thing is, if you want to bring it up, is that obviously this was a championship-level game uh, yeah. event. So one of my games, unfortunately, my opponent was warned for slow play. I didn't even... The, oh, the really? judge was behind me, yeah. The judge was behind me, and I'm like, why does he keep standing behind me? You know, it's this awkward feeling of someone standing behind you. Yeah. And then he just picks up the piece of paper and warns my opponent for slow play. Huh. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, it obviously was a little weird. Yeah. I'm like, and I asked him, are you okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, he did beat me anyway, but I was later asked to judge, and the judge is like, well, he the pace of play. He was not following the pace of play. It is a champion event. I'm like, maybe he, you know, he doesn't know the game as well. It's like, it doesn't matter. It is a championship event. You yeah. need to. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, you know what? That's the thing that said the rules that have always struck me as odd, that they, like, talk about what it, 
what level of familiarity players are expected to have with the game. Yeah. It's like, it actually almost says in the Twitter rules, it's like, you should not be the new guy here. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I feel like I'll be weeded out fairly quickly here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go down and hang out with my own kind. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, I, I think I remember, like, way back in the day, because that's always kind of been in, in the rules to some degree. It's like when, when they, you know, even, like, between, like, the the uh, casual and formal and different uh, tiers of events they had in the, yeah. in the rules and stuff. And I think – I remember that I think when we went to that – first regional I went to in 2014 I was like kind of worried about that because like it was like my third or fourth tournament ever and I was like I was like oh, do I know the game well enough to go to, to go to this formal event <laughs> I for starters have never been accused of slow play at any game I, I tend to make rash decisions and stick with them but my favorite slow play story ever was um, playing Mage Knight back in the day against, uh-huh. against this one kid that was you know we're all gamers here so we know that we could be a bit awkward <coughs> so Mage Knight rounds at the time were uh were 50 minute rounds uh-huh. and you had to you know at the end of it is whoever controlled two out of the three objectives you know a token on the board you have to mm-hmm. have some guys sitting on whatever so we're playing against him one day and at the 35 minute mark the kid looked at the, he's like i have two of the objectives i was like yeah he's like so if i don't make another move i win right and i was like i mean yeah i suppose yeah that's kind of how it works <laughs> he didn't make a move for 15 solid minutes he just sat there and <laughs> just, just sat stared there, at you just sat there and i was like i want to see this play out <laughs> God. yeah he beat me but you know i said i was like i can't believe he's gonna do this <laughs> it's like i can't believe he actually it was did like it. some it was some tournament board i didn't mean anything yeah so like you know, there's no reason to get bent out of shape. I remember years later, he's like, so if I don't do anything, like, I win, right? And I don't know if he'd won a game ever at, at this or something. Mm-hmm. Like, he'd never been ahead in a game. Yeah. At any point, let alone, you know, yeah. somewhere in the back 50 of the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope that That's kid's awesome. like a doctor or a lawyer now. Yeah, yeah. So, so the no, funny... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you if you were uh, planning on going up to um, the, was it the Birmingham Barons team tournament? I want to, but I am a part-time uh, uh, warrior in the National Guard, and that's when we're doing our training. So that's that's ah, in Jacksonville okay. area, so close to you guys. Hey, you can come um, visit us. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I hear about call- you to Steve's house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, but, yeah, some of my guys are going up there. Uh, let's see, BJ, Jason, Hall, and, and uh, one of the other guys from Birmingham. And the funny enough thing is if anybody listens to this, I'm putting a bounty on Jason. Okay. So if anybody 200 owes Jason, I'm going to give them special tokens to give them, and you have your choice of Rebel or Empire tokens. That's nice. amazing. <laughs> if he doesn't get 200 owed, he gets to keep them. So there's an incentive on his on his head. Um, so I just told I was going to do templates, but I'm like I can't afford templates. So, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, there will be there. I wish I could go because it sounds like a great event. Because Crate Cup is always awesome. Yeah. So, um, let's see here. They're, uh, I was going to look up their name and their team. Something misfits. But, ah. uh, yeah. I believe one of the Birmingham Barons is also in the Lord Master Tournament. Uh, I think um, Stephen Ford did the episode before the one you were on. Ah. So. Well, good he's, luck to him. Well, I think he, I think he won his episode. But, oh, okay. Um, so... Yeah, the uh, the the Barons are uh, are are you know they're a great group, and I, I wanted to I wanted to be able to go to that, but uh, it, unfortunately, it's right in the smack dab in the middle of uh, sweeps um, for TV, so I'm not I'm not allowed to leave this leave leave the city. <laughs> but uh, yeah, lockdown. Yeah, 
So. <laughs> Um, he, somebody did just mention the Crate Cup, right? Are we, are we talking about the Crate Cup yet? Well, yeah, Crate that? Cup. Well, cr the Crate Cup's also a team event, just like the, the Barons. Oh, the Barons one's a team event. It's a team well. event as well. Yeah, a little different setup and rules, but basically the same same idea. More like guidelines. So, I am going to, we are we are going to Crate Cup. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep, yep. So we, we, got, we, got, we got a Florida Man team signed up for Crate Cup, so dun, we're, dun, we're ready dun. to go. But do you have a water boy yet? Uh, no, <laughs> Joe, you coming? I mean, I'm gonna give you booze and not water. I mean, I, that's what I was gonna say. I was, I was gonna say, can you be the booze it's boy? It's gonna be and that funny water, water that doesn't freeze. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I was gonna say, water is vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll have to check times. with the wife and see if I have a hall pass for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is like I said, you could just stay with your with B, and I do have, it's, it's I do right have nearby. crash space in that area. Yeah, so. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're gonna hit the halftime here and see what the Florida man's see, up to this week. See what week. Florida man's up to. See what uh, trouble he's into. Chicanery. Chicanery and 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 ne'er do wellness, like is whatever uh, the hell he's doing. Summer do well. Summer Sunshine do well. State. Yeah. <laughs> Not ne'er. Summer. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. This is D-Yoon, and this week in Florida, a Florida man was arrested Monday and charged with assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill after allegedly throwing an alligator through a fast food chain's drive through window in October. Joshua James, 24, threw a 3.5-foot alligator through a Palm Beach County Wendy's drive through window nearly four months ago, according to Florida Fish, Wildlife, and Conservation officials. He was also charged with illegally possessing an alligator and petty theft. A report that James drove his pickup truck to the window at about 1.20 a.m. October 11th was written by Wildlife Officer Nicholas Guerin. When an employee handed James his drink, he tossed an alligator through the window and sped off. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the second half of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. And we are now going to talk a little bit about hyperspace under the new point system and the new restrictions. So um, we obviously got uh, there's a couple of big hyperspace of tournaments this weekend. The uh, system open in Dallas or in uh, Fort Worth and the system open, the UK system open, which is generally speaking the largest X-Wing tournament of the year with over 500 players normally so and i'm pretty much perpetually amazed by that number it is a crazy number it is it is a it is, it is a pretty lot of x-wing and a lot of x-wing players yes yes it is <laughs> to be nice yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair to be fair <laughs> um so uh now mo you're going to fort worth right Yes, I'm going to Fort Worth. It's a direct flight from Pensacola, and then just uh, flying Friday and then out Sunday night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is a so this is a pertinent topic for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, I've been asking around what everyone expects, and everyone just expects Bobo, CISO, CISO worm. I'm scared of the new ships because I haven't really read up on them. Um, do you yeah. put something on Facebook and it has like three over over three hundred comments? I'm like, oh, do I really want to read those? So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think, work, man. I think, the, <laughs> I think the fireball is fairly straightforward. I mean, it does, it does have some. It, if it's got some of the weird upgrades on it, it can, it, it can do some weird stuff with slam, right? Because of how it can, it can like flip the card. It can flip its own card in order to not take the disarm token and like, just there's just some interesting things it can do. Um, They're interesting, but I don't know the kind of things like. I, I'm gonna plan for across the board. Yeah, I tend to think you're either gonna see like. Kaz thrown into a list like maybe like a four or five ship rebel list 
um, or you're just gonna see them used as um, kind of the cheaper spammier type things. I mean, they'd be really cheap blocks with the slam. Yeah, um, but they're relatively straightforward. Uh, you know, obviously Von Reg and the uh, the Thai BA, um, those are a little bit more interesting abilities, and uh, you're gonna have strain and deplete tokens thrown around all over the place. You so the name of which one's which? Yeah, well, strain is defense and deplete is offense. Deplete yep, your offense, strains your defense. <laughs> uh, I think we need a jingle for that, don't you? Uh, well, okay, come up with a song. Not now, later. Think <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, Von Reg. So <laughs> See, I'm stupid because I opened the pack up and I saw the illicit, and I'm like, it requires slam, and I'm like, I read through all my scum ships, and I'm like, where's this slam thing at? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, oh, it's not scum. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that's gonna be, um, you know, I think, I think the the Thai BA, Von Rick specifically is just, he's just, he's a six, and in in the new hyperspace, under the new hyperspace restrictions, that's that that being a six in and of itself has a fair amount of value. Um, especially one that can fully, that can double reposition. So there's not a lot of those, uh, there's not a lot of other ships that can do that in hyperspace at the moment. So uh, that, that, that kind of gives him a, a leg up and makes him a little scary in hyperspace. Um, so it's gonna be interesting seeing, seeing those, um, it, how much you can really, how much his ability will really come into play. I think it's a good ability um, but I don't know how how good it is yet. I haven't had a chance to play with it yet. So I played against it one time. It was it was not relevant early in the game, but uh -huh. it was more relevant later. Yeah. It's like when it got to the you know actually it got to a two on one later in the game, but it got to two on one and that hemming in my my maneuverability was a huge deal. Yeah. Whereas when you're fighting in the open at the beginning of the game it wasn't so bad. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I think that's my initial thing. So in hyperspace there's not a lot of six initiative ships. I mean, there's a decent number of them, but they're not... Um, I'm trying to remember which ones there are exactly. So you get... Most factions don't have multiple ones, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, th I think First Order might be the only one that has access to two. Mm. Um, so it's Fen and Darth, so that's uh, that's all I can think of. Yeah, so you get Fen Rao, um, Darth Vader, uh, Anakin, and the Y-Wing. Not, not the Delta Anakin, or not mm. the Jedi Starfighter Anakin. Um, no wedge, so you don't have that. Um, I think rebels just have Han as a six. Um, Imperials just have Vader. Uh, Scum has Fen, and I think that's it. Oh no, Fen and Dengar. Mm. Um, Resistance, you got Poe. Um, you know, and then the first order you've got, uh, you've got Von Reg and you've got, um, Midnight, uh, no quick draw. They took quick draw away. Uh, and then you've got, let's see, in the, the only one in, is, the only six is Anakin in the Y-Wing on the, uh, in yeah, six Republic. Y-Wing feels a little, uh, yeah. superfluous. Yeah. And I think uh, Sunfac is the only thing you got in um, 
Separatist. But you don't have ensnare, so you're never gonna fly it. So, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> um, so yeah. So the sixes are relatively limited, and um, I think Vonreg here is the you know Vonreg is like well uh, technically Poe can double reposition, um, but you have to have his wings closed in order to have it accessible. So um, you're kind of taking away his offense a little bit by doing that. But um, but yeah. So Von Vonreg's probably the the main. The main guy as far as double reposition ace six six ace goes um which is going to give him a lot of value in hyperspace but um I, like i said i haven't got him on a, on a on a table yet so i, I don't know I, I i need to do my own testing i think to get a feel for him specifically but um so you're going to be playing uh, you, you're going to be playing basically the same list you flew with uh, lvo because it's mostly hyperspace legal he's gonna make some changes Actually, I am going to, I don't mind saying, I'm going to actually switch over the Fen Bubba, but I also play a Seek. Okay. Um, just because like, some of my friends were like, well, you're just giving up 30 points if you play a Seek. I'm like, nah, it plays. Put Autoblast a turret on it, and they either attack it and you gang up on them, or they don't attack it and it, and it shoots it from the back. Yeah. So it's it's, uh, it's sort of a thing. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather have more. Sh I'm not the greatest player, so I'd rather have more ships, but the two ships I'm playing hit you in the face pretty hard yeah I don't think that's so. a bad idea at all I mean here's I mean I mean here's a guy in the uh, the Sith Taker open who played Fen Boba and Nam Lum you know that's a thing you can fit so together said for bodies yeah <laughs> so yeah so it's I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing and you know having I mean I'm I've been playing I, I play a lot of three ship lists in general so I'm kind of used to that archetype but um yeah, it was uh, Julian Hood, you know, came in second place at the Sith Taker Open with, with Fen Boba and Nam Lum. And uh, he lost to Tom Reed playing Fen Boba. So, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> so maybe in the direct head-to-head -head matchup. <laughs> exactly. No, but yeah. yeah, I'm gonna try that out and, and hopefully I can be somewhat competitive. Um, but I like it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I really think scum scum maybe I think scum might be the best faction in hyperspace but you know that's a bold assessment it's a bold assessment but that's where I'm sitting right now I don't I don't know I mean we'll see where it, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see where it ends up but I'm kind of feeling that right now well LVO they had the most lists 49 out of 234 so yeah it's pretty good representation actually mm -hmm. yeah yeah so maybe it's all coming up millhouse yeah so it's a, it's an interesting obviously an interesting juxtaposition after scum has basically been non-existent for uh like a year you know yeah so since they had one good tournament build and then they're like no panhammer everything yeah pretty much um, <laughs> okay so they were really afraid of that hawk eh and yeah four long, four long breaking the game. well i think you know at i mean you know because in hyperspace obviously the, the limitations come make make a huge difference here and scum got some really good ships they got the fang they got the fire spray um they have a revamped jump master that um by adding that cannon slot has made i think a big and dropping the prices on them even more has made a world of difference on the jump master i think they're a much better ship than they've been in the entirety of 2.0 so far <coughs> um the skick the m3a interceptor is um you know gotten a little cheaper across the board uh, and, and honestly, it's a pretty damn good platform. It's really, it's really not very different from a tie FO. Um, and it adds, and you get that hard point ability that allows you to, to make it a little munitions carrier. 
Um, so that, that has some potential. <laughs> and then the mining guild ties, um, just to fill it out with tie fighters, basically. So I think they got a good mix of, uh, of options and ships to work with. Yeah, different point values and a pretty good ra total range. Yeah. And they also, and like we just said a second ago, they do have two sixes in the faction. Everybody um, else got two sixes? <laughs> so them, them in the first order. Got, got, but in the, in the first order, your other six being Midnight is not as uh, exciting as Fen or Dengar. But, um, but yeah, the uh, the Jumpmaster I think is gonna be make is gonna make, I think it's gonna make a big splash, in uh, in hyperspace especially in the system opens and and store champ season. So, we will we will see how that plays out. But that's kind of the feeling I get at the moment. So when's the first big hyperspace event? This this weekend. Good lord. So it's two of them going on. It's, right the, for us. it's the Fort Worth system open, and it's the uh, and it's the UK system open. Man, Mo, shouldn't you be practicing somewhere? <laughs> I'm getting virtual practicing through you guys. Yeah, so. we're, we're, uh, just, we're just talking. talking. You don't want to learn the lessons I we're, have to teach you. We're, pra we're practicing. I'm learning what not to do. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Pay close attention. Close attention. You'll learn many lessons about what not to do. Um, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so I think I think Scum's gonna make a big splash. Is there any other uh, any other factions, um, Mo, that you 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 see that you think are uh, kind of overachieve? Gonna overachieve? And, I think and everybody's gonna be viable. It's just a matter of who's gonna overachieve. I think everybody will be viable because I think generic spam can work in pretty much every every faction. But I think those are the less people got to worry about because they're more forgiving. Um, or they can be less forgiving if you really don't know what you're doing. But people, if you have more ships. You can get more shots and then make more mistakes. But, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that people have to work out for or look out for. Yeah. Um, I also think uh, it could be interesting. Um, I've seen some interesting, um, like, Vader, Merrick, with Decimator lists kind of Ooh. showing up. Um, or, actually, I'm sorry. It was Vader, Merrick, and a, and a Reaper. And then another list I saw was, like, Vader, Duchess, and um, Decimator. Uh, so that that could be that could be interesting there for the Imperials. Um, obviously, you still have Tie Fighters. You can still do Tie Swarms um, minus you know minus Howl Runner. So you're you're gonna want to go more for numbers than than like the uh, the six Tie Swarm, maybe more like maybe more like a seven or eight even. Um, you know, and I think I think Resistance is still kind of sitting in its wheelhouse. I mean, you're still gonna run your. It's it's gonna. I mean, five A wings is is has been good. Is gonna be good. You know, I, I don't that, think that's going anywhere. That new A wing is pretty good. Zito is it Zito? Uh, ZZ Tlow. ZZ yeah. Yeah. So that one's yeah. ZZ's it's. I mean, it's a great ability, and it's another five that you can stick in there, and because you don't get Lulo in hyperspace, so you get ZZ instead. But uh, you know, after you for, after you defend or perform an attack, you can spend a charge to gain one focus or evade token, um, which is just you know just free tokens is awesome, and it's a recurring charge, so you, so you get you get to do this every turn. Um, but yeah, I think your five A wing list is going to be as strong as ever. Um, so anybody that's put a lot of time and practice into those ty types of lists um, is going to have a leg up because they're just it's not really changed much. They're going to keep playing the same thing, basically. Uh, you know, you got so, the fireball now as an option. 
I am going to be scared because the guy that beat me in Lupa Chewy is going to be there probably. So oh, Fort Worth. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I think Sean Trainer. I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, I have to watch out for him. Oh, that's all right. Well, just 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 well, just beat him on the table and, and don't <laughs> let him get to the looping chewy part. <laughs> but yeah, you got uh, you know the fireballs got some interesting stuff in it. You know, Kazuto is, you know, Kazuto is one you could even throw in with an A wing. You could do four A wings in Kazuto. Um, he's an interesting interesting piece to put in there too. Yeah. Um, and then of course you you know you can still do like your four ship resistance stuff where you get some T seventies in there and and uh kova and stuff like that so um i think resistance is is still pretty much pretty much just still living in its wheelhouse even in hyperspace i agree yeah um you know first order we talked about a little bit with the the tie ba um you know the sfs are are just have proven themselves to be great little ships even the even the generics you know um, the first, the FOs now with the Ocho, the Focho list running eight, just eight FOs is good. Um, so you got some, you got some really strong options in first order. <clears throat> Actually, I kind of think the worst, the worst one may be Republic. I, I, I'm having a hard time finding anything I, w- I would want to play in Republic in, in hyperspace. Yeah, actually, I think Jedi's spam Jedi's is pretty much not that great anymore. Because um, with CLT only, and they lose a little bit, so maybe Obi One as a support ship, but yeah. not as a main event. Yeah, because you don't have Delta Seven B. Um, you know, you're you're gonna use you know you can use CLT, and and, and the funny thing is I I mean I always I always kind of liked CLT as a as a playstyle, but I, I always liked CLT a little bit better as a playstyle on the Jedi, just from my personal perspective, not necessarily like meta, like it's better. But to me, it was more thematic, I think, with the ship, was to kind of play like a CLT version. Um, So it'll be interesting to see if more people start playing that and get more used to it and, you know, maybe becomes more of a thing. Um, But, you know, you can still do art, you know, you can still do some arcs and and some and some Aether sprites or you could toy around with the Y-Wing matchstick and uh, broadside are both very good. so there's some options there, and and I'm sure somebody will will do will you know have some good results with with Galactic Republic. I just I, I just feel like it may be like the least intriguing or the least exciting of of uh, what's out there. No, I agree. I just don't see anything that would I'd be afraid of. <clears throat> yeah. So um, and then Separatist is kind of you know other. You know, between you know nerfing the tractor beam and, and taking its snare away from the Nantex, so you're basically not going to see Nantexes. Um, and then, you know, you're pretty much they took away the bulb the bell blab, so you're not going to see a seer swarm or anything like that. So you're probably going to see Sith infiltrator plus a bunch of vultures or maybe hyenas. Um, you know, like five and six hyenas. I think I've seen uh, floating around as as things. So, um, but it's it's pretty it's pretty it seems pretty um dialed in as far as what it can do not a whole lot of options really so um i think like what you said we're gonna figure out someone's gonna try to break it and see what they do yeah so i think it's still really good i mean the vultures are just so cheap and efficient um it's kind of hard not to do something with those guys and uh and the sith infiltrator is still a very solid ship so um 
you know, there's there's definitely something there. It's it's more like I said, it's more limited in scope, I think, than any of the other any of the other factions. Um, there's not as many archetypes really to work with, but uh, but it's but it's very good and efficient. So I, I do ask. I want to ask in your local tournaments and all that. Have you guys been pushing more hyperspace or or extended, or are you going to switch um, over? We haven't pushed hyperspace yet. Um, we're probably going to soon once I. Um, once I officially schedule the store championship. Hmm. Uh, but for the time being, just because of the release of the new ships and, and everything. And I kind of wanted to just stick with extended, um, just to let people play with, you know, all the options they want to try out. I got um, you. But we'll probably hone in down to hyperspace here a little bit more once, uh, we get closer to the, to the, to do to running the store championship. Okay. So, yeah. Definitely. I, we're just doing it this weekend to help some of the, or this week to help some of the crate cup practice and then the, the Barons practice. But yeah, I, I do see, I do run, I run two pods, like the CAC event, like you guys are going to have in Jacksonville. Yeah. So we have a uh, competitive pod and then we have a casual pod. Okay. So it helps out, uh, let more people come and they don't have to play against people that play at big events and all that. They can just run whatever they want. So, yeah. So yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, um, you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, we got a, a, a team of us going up for Crate Cup as well. So we'll, we'll be kind of practicing on that. My, my personal thing is I've actually, you know, we haven't been running hyperspace events, but I've been taking hyperspace lists yeah. to, to the last few events um, because, I mean, to me, it's like, yeah, I might be playing against stuff I'm not going to necessarily see in extended, but I'm more than likely or I'm not going to see in hyperspace. But I'm more than likely, generally speaking, probably playing against what should be a more, you know, a trickier list to play against. If it's an extended list that has all the options and, you know, without without the restrictions. So, you know, you know, I, I think I think if you if you're looking for hyperspace practice, generally speaking, unless you're looking to play against specific matchups, if you're just looking to practice your list, just take it to an extended event and and see how you can do with it, um, because I, that's. You know, kind of, it's kind of like playing it, playing, playing in hard mode a little bit. But yeah, that makes sense because you've always done that. You did that for Atlanta too, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. For Atlanta, I played a, a hyperspace legal list um, in the in the system open, um, so that I didn't have to switch lists to the for the hyperspace qualifier. Um, that was somewhat accidental. Uh, it just kind of worked <laughs> out that way a little bit because well, because Sunter wasn't originally hyperspace legal. Um, and he became that way that like week to me. No, like, it was a little bit before that. It was in like, but it wasn't too long. Like I think they they added Sunter in like late March yeah. to the hyperspace, and then the, that Atlanta system open was that in was May. fairly random too, wasn't it? It wasn't even like they were. Doing yeah, because they they hadn't re-released the ship yet. They just all yeah. of a sudden they like just were like, hey, so, you know, you know we really missed interceptors are in hyperspace. Here you go. So <laughs> that was a little bit out of nowhere there, but you know it, it worked out for me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> they probably just did a Facebook uh, search and found Soontir online so much. They're like, oh, I guess this is well, good. Yeah, everybody loves Soontir, so, you know, you can't really go wrong. I think that was a little bit of a uh, of, of a pressure from the from the fans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I can see that being a thing. <laughs> um, it's just not the same without you. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right. So what kind of, uh, um, you know, you mentioned actually the CAC. So I did want to talk about that before we, uh, 
before we wrap up here tonight. The, the wild blue yonder. Yeah. Yonder so, in space. so the CAC is coming up again on May 2nd this year. Um, go to uh, twinsonscharities.org to the store there to, to find a location near you. I want to say there's 39 locations this year. Um, so it's they're 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 incrementally growing it every year. You know, like I think last year it was about 35, and you know this year it's like close to 40 now. So it's just getting bigger and bigger all the time, and more more and more locations. So um, if wherever you live, whether you're in you know here in Florida, I'm running I'm running a CAC event here in uh, in Jacksonville uh, at our local cool stuff. Um, I know there's one out by you, Mo, in Mobile, right? Yeah, Mobile at Gamers and Geeks. Um, um, they've been running it uh, for about two more years. When, and just to boast a little bit, we've been the ones that collect the most monies uh, at the time of the event. So yeah. we have people bring in donations and all that. So that's uh, one thing we're proud about in this area. Yeah, yeah. You guys have done a really great job with it over there, just um, getting a lot of people out to it and uh, and making it, making it a big event. So... Um, so kudos to you guys for that. But uh, the, I mean, the CAC is, is, is an awesome event. So for anybody who you know hasn't heard of it or or hasn't been to one before, um, it's a it's a casual event. Um, but it's uh, it's six round, basically six rounds. Everybody's broken up into pods um, of up to eight players. Uh, you play three rounds in your first pod. And then uh, everybody, then you take like a lunch break, and then everybody gets restructured into new pods based on your records. So idea there being is that you get kind of put in more in line with people in kind of the similar, similar skill range or skill set. Um, so that way, it, it makes it a little bit more open and accessible to newer players um, or people who don't really do tournaments, but they just want to come out and, and have fun playing X-wing for charity. So they can, uh, they can. They don't. They don't have to worry about just getting stomped on by um, super experienced people the entire day. They might, you know, they in the second half of the day they'll get, you know, put into a different pod. So, um, it, it's a it's a really really fantastic event. All the money goes to St. Jude's Children's Hospital, and uh, you know I'm going to be talking about it. Tickets just went on went up on sale on Sunday on the on Super Bowl Sunday. So, uh, yeah, I'll be talking about it a lot more. You know, probably every week, basically on the podcast, just because, you know, that's, I just want to promote it as much as I can. We also usually have uh, raffles and uh, tons of side prizes. So yep. if you're just a casual person, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna go and and play a little <coughs> X-wing. You have a chance to win painted ships, alt yep. cards, really good, really cool stuff that they they get to send out. Yeah, um, yeah. So the, yeah, there's a raffle. So there's tons of um, like FFG and other companies send and, and individuals make prizes and send them in to the CAC and then they organize it all out and make these big boxes that each site gets full, filled with uh, cool prizes um, that get raffled off, raffled off throughout the day. Most of the prizes are, are in the raffle. There are a few prizes for, um, uh, for some, for people kind of the, the winner of the of the of the primary pod at the end um of pod a at the end and stuff like that so there are a few other little prizes for for winning but most of the prizes are in the raffle and everybody gets something so um so that 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 usually goes very well do you know who won yours last year do you remember um try to remember who won it last year i know carlos won it carlos won it two years ago he won the first one i did 
and then mm. um gosh why am i forgetting who won it last year <laughs> was it justin <laughs> uh no it might oh you know what it was curtis it was uh i think mm. it was uh, one of our locals curtis Beatovich. Um, so we we had charlie hicks drive all the way down from birmingham to win yeah. ours oh so, really yeah yeah charlie's a good guy yeah definitely awesome with decimator whisper i think yeah yeah um so the winner also gets a plaque um a nice little kind of commemorative plaque for winning um which is cool but and i w did you guys have the 501st out uh they did show up uh you know a, a little bit yeah they they usually do a good job showing up uh if they can you take pictures and all mm -hmm. that stuff for people so that's that's a good thing they do yeah we had them we, uh they showed up for us last year um so yeah you don't you don't know um you never know no site really kind of knows for sure but um you may get a 501st group that will show up and um kind of come in with their costumes and, and and hang out and walk around and with and uh take take pictures with people and stuff so that's another kind of fun layer to the event that um could may or may not happen in your area but it's a possibility i think atlanta's going to be big with mando coming out and then yeah. sam tally and that group having their, their oh uh, yeah for sure mandalorian following so yep yep so uh so yeah so cac um definitely make it out for that um you know keep an eye out i i posted the our the event for our site today and uh i kind of spam that across facebook um but uh yeah so it's it's uh it's out there go to twin sun Char twin sons charities.org if you're looking for information and tickets uh you can also order your t-shirts there um t-search t-shirts if you order one on the website they get sent to the site um for the day of the event so you can pick it up um at the day uh day of the event uh and then they also have challenge coins that they make uh, the challenge coins are gorgeous, by the way. Um, for anybody who hasn't seen them, they are uh, the, the ones they design every year are just absolutely beautiful. And they get um, they sell them for ten bucks a piece, um, cash only at the site. So, also uh, um, those are really fun. Those usually sell really quick too. Yeah, they're a hot commodity. People always try to buy them off of you or ask for it, but yeah, they run yeah. out every year. So make sure you get yours. Yeah. And the earlier you sign up, the better, because they do have to order those challenge coins by, by like a drop dead date. And if you sign up after for your site, after the, the drop dead date, they might not have a challenge coin available for you. Uh, cause it's like a first come it's, it's generally speaking, the people who signed, who signed up and bought a ticket beforehand will get first dibs on a challenge coin. So, um, if you're going to try to go, you know, buy your ticket as early as you can for that, for that reason alone, but um all right well anything else we want to talk about we want to before we wrap it up here um you want to give no, any shout outs mo definitely if you don't mind um, yeah, i would love to shout out my local gaming store level up gaming um we do tournaments once a once a month and like i said before we run pods so we have people that want to compete or people just want to play out we've had a lot of people come back to x-wing 2.0 so they're like, I love this because I don't have to fight with the people that want to rules lawyer everything. Yeah, I can play. I can just play whatever I want and play X-Wing and have fun. Um, so their own, uh, their local family that owns it. So that's always awesome. And to my local groups, uh, Delta Squadron, now they're in McNarbs Gaming. So, uh, BJ, Benny, Jason, Rich, um, and uh, see Benny, Jen, Jason, Rich, I'm forgetting, Colin. And then in my local group here, so a Corsair Squadron, uh, Jeremy, Allen, Ryan, uh, Bo, Brandon, 
Matt Herb, you know, everyone knows Matt Herb. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, the Fly Better people, they did a great job at LVO. And the podcasters like you guys, I appreciate you guys just talking about X-Wing, bringing it out there and giving us nerds something to, to listen to and, and talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it was one of those things like, you know, I, for the longest time I listened to, you know, Fly Better and Scum and Villainy oh. and um, OCX and, and all these other podcasts. And, you know, it's like it, it, it was uh, just kind of filled up time on my car in my car trips and, and other times and i always found them really enjoyable so it's kind of why we got in part of the reason big reason why we got into doing it in the first place but um but yeah so thanks for coming on mo really appreciate it uh i saw you on the uh i, I was i was keeping track of the the standings and the lvo and I, I saw you pop up there and i was like oh good i was like i know, I know mo he's, <laughs> he's coming on the show man <laughs> i appreciate so. it yeah, it was good to have a good to have a little Florida representation in the cut there. Definitely. Yep. So, all right. Well, do you, you know the uh, you know our our show closing tradition, Mo? Oh yeah, I got the shirt. All right. All right. Oh yeah, you do. You do uh, have the shirt. That's right. Great shirt. All right, ready? Dials, <laughs> Dials down. Down and bottoms, bottoms up. up. <laughs>